0: You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate, with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now, your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Discovering Multifamily. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato, with Red Knight Properties. And today, we have a very special guest with us, a close friend of mine. Uh, and also uh, he works a lot on real estate, uh, commercial real estate, uh, many different asset classes, but he does a lot of apartment buildings um, in terms of uh, property tax appeals. So I want to welcome Joe Bach uh, to our show. He's a real property tax uh, attorney um, with Spiati and Associates in Fairfield, New Jersey, uh, which is not too far from where my company is based. And uh, before that, he had a clerkship with uh, James DeMarzo um, in 2012, and uh, Joe's primarily been practicing um, real estate tax appeals for pretty much uh, his entire uh, attorney career, particularly in New Jersey. So we're going to talk a lot about um, general tax appeals, and then he's going to kind of touch on some New Jersey specifics because every state is different, but um, this will definitely be an interesting show. So Joe, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great. So Joe, can we talk about just in general, um, what is a tax appeal and you know, kind of who can file and how can that
0: benefit taxpayers? Sure, great, thank you. So um, in New Jersey, any taxpayer can file a tax appeal in any calendar year. It's usually the owner that will file the appeal, uh, but in the commercial context, often a landlord does have standing to file an appeal. A contract purchaser has standing to file an appeal also. Um, and often the tenant will be the one that files in in industrial and commercial properties. So every parcel in New Jersey has an assessment and a tax bill is calculated by the sum of the assessment times the municipal tax rate. So when a yearly tax appeal in New Jersey, a taxpayer petitioner will argue that the taxpayer is subject to discrimination by the municipality because the assessment is incorrect. Uh, Other states have similar processes My law firm handles primarily New Jersey tax appeals, um, but we are in contact with other attorneys that practice in other states. And some of our clients do own multiple properties in multiple states, but I mostly focus my practice in New Jersey. Got
1: it. So that's interesting. So you have owners filing appeals for apartments and then tenants filing for industrial and uh, what, what else? Office buildings
0: do they file as well, or how does that work? Any parcel of property, you can file a tax appeal on, and a taxpayer has standing. Uh, there are other individuals that can have standing in certain circumstances. Uh, municipalities themselves can, can have the standing. Usually it is the owner, uh, but sometimes in contexts where there's a long-term tenant, and that's the sole tenant uh, for a commercial or industrial property, that would be the plaintiff. Single tenant, yeah, that would make sense. Um,
1: so, is it? Can I, as my company, can I just file a tax appeal, or do I need an
0: attorney to do this? So, in New Jersey, uh, a corporate entity other than a sole proprietorship must be must be represented by an attorney in superior court. Got it. And, um, so, so, it's advisable to use an attorney for a tax appeal, even if it is a a residential property, or if you are the sole proprietor, I mean, the defendant municipality is always going to have counsel. So due to the complexity of the tax court and the county board system, it is advisable to use an attorney for this process. It'll help the taxpayer get the most relief.
1: Yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, And so how do you guys figure out as attorneys, You know what do you need to prove to earn reductions in assessments or values and how do you get the tax bills down
0: for property owners uh it's a good question new jersey statute specifically 54 523 requires the municipal tax assessor to determine as of october 1 of every pre-tax year the full and fair value of each parcel of property and the tax court has clarified this statute to mean what a willing buyer would pay to a willing seller as of October 1 of the pre-tax year. So therefore, in a tax appeal for year 2020, the taxpayer is putting forth the argument that the 2020 assessment is more than what a willing buyer would have paid as of October 1, 2019. And the 2021 appeal will be a challenge of the assessment as of October 1, 2020. And often there is a lot of market fluctuation related to valuation of properties, particularly commercial and industrial properties and higher end residential homes. They can often be uh, subject to market fluctuations. Got it. So how does, so that
1: sounds like how it works in New Jersey. Is it very similar in other states? Like in terms of, because you threw out a few dates here, October 1st, is it every state is different? Is Is that the answer or is that just New Jersey specific?
0: Uh, I mostly practice in New Jersey, but from my understanding, the different state legislatures impose their regulations and, and uh, the process may vary state to state. So it's always a good idea to consult with an attorney that can help you and un- help navigate the system, get you the most relief. Got it. So
1: when you're filing these appeals, you're really uh, talking to the county boards of, of taxation, and you're going into tax court. Can you kind of explain how that process works a little bit more?
0: Great. So uh, the New Jersey statutes have set up county boards of taxation. Each of the 21 counties has a board of taxation. That's an administrative court. So there's no superior court judge there. Uh, There are commissioners that are appointed by the governor um, in every county, depending on the county size, and and it's supposed to be an odd number of commissioners. Um, That's the first step for a tax appeal now if your property is under a million dollars you must first file to the county board of taxation um if you're and and often there a taxpayer can get relief Um, most residential properties under a million dollars are handled at the county board of taxation now that's your first chance uh if for example you go to the county board and you're home is assessed at $990,000 and the commissioners issue a judgment and you get a reduction to 920. Um, But you speak with with your attorney and and you feel that you had the evidence it really should have been 850. You can then appeal that judgment again to the state tax court. Or if you didn't receive any judgment, uh, you can appeal that if you've received no reduction, you can appeal that judgment to the state tax court. Um, municipalities can also appeal county board of taxation judgments to the state tax court Um, that's not as common as taxpayers doing Uh, so the county board of taxation is is the first shot now if your property is assessed at over a million dollars you can file what's called a direct appeal to the state tax court um because it's it's an actual it's a judgment from the tax court, which is a division of the Superior Court of New Jersey, often assessments, when assessments are over a million dollars, we do recommend that the taxpayers file directly to the state tax court. Um, the process can sometimes take longer to get a hearing date, but uh, often taxpayers enjoy that right uh, because you have a faster path to the tax court judge.
1: That makes sense. So, uh, so he talks a lot about, um, you know, the, at the county level. Uh, what approaches does state tax court use to value, um, you know, property values and assessments? What is it similar to how appraisals,
0: appraisers look at it? Uh, Yes, thank you. That's a very good question. So there are three approaches generally accepted by the state tax court to determine fair market value. Uh, In residential properties of one to four units, the sales or market approach is most often used. Um, This approach examines sales to determine a fair market value by examining factors such as proximity of the sale to the valuation date, uh, size of the property, age of the property, and condition of the property. Um, Now, often, distress sales, such as bank sales and foreclosures, are not considered, uh, but it may be something that the taxpayer can look at and just to determine how much the property is worth, particularly in areas where distress sales are are a high percentage. Um, The the second approach is the income approach. That's most often used in the commercial and industrial property context. Uh, Under the income approach, potential income stream is capitalized for present value. And uh, so this is used, as mentioned, for commercial properties, including office buildings, retail, uh, many industrial properties and apartment buildings. Uh, Under this approach, appraiser would determine the market rent. Uh, The market rent would be applied and the capitalization rate determined. Now, uh, often a municipality, when we look at these properties, will find that a municipality made an error in calculating uh, the value and assuming a higher rent per square foot than the market. So that's often where we can determine that there's room for relief. Um, And then uh, lastly, there's the cost approach that's least favored by the tax court. uh, And it's usually reserved for new construction and properties that generally don't trade in the open market, such as specialized industrial facilities and manufacturing facilities makes
1: sense. So yeah, it sounds like it is very similar to appraisal. Uh, Can we as
0: a taxpayer use an appraiser to help our case at all? Uh, Yes. Now settlements can often be negotiated by tax attorneys without the taxpayer engaging an appraiser. However, to conduct a trial in the state tax court, a taxpayer will almost always need an appraiser. Um, This appraiser must be licensed to testify in tax court and Therefore, he can make adjustments and testify as to the sales, income and cost approach before a tax court judge.
1: Got it. OK, so that's, you know, we got it to the, the nitty gritty of all of what goes on at the county level and at the state level. So I know there's time frames and you mentioned October 1st previously for a deadline. Are there any deadlines to actually file a tax appeal? And let's just call it New Jersey specifically. I know every state is different,
0: but. Yes. So this year in New Jersey, the deadline to file a tax appeal in every county is July 1st, 2020. Uh, Typically, the deadline is April 1 in most municipalities and May 1 if your property is uh, in a municipality where there's a revaluation or rolling reassessment. So uh, this year in most municipalities or most type of properties, the deadline is July 1. There are a few exceptions in Monmouth County. Got
1: it. Awesome. So we're recording this at the end of June. So we're coming out of the hopefully COVID-19 pandemic, specifically in New Jersey. And, um, you know, there's uh, surging unemployment rates, not only in New Jersey, but kind of nationwide. It's kind of calming down a little bit now. Um, How is the pandemic and the unemployment rates affecting um, your chances at a
0: successful tax appeal? Uh, Yes, thank you. That's another very good question. At this point, I think it's difficult to tell what the short and long-term economic effects of the pandemic are going to be over the next few months and and next few years. Now, uh, as we previously discussed, a 2020 tax appeal is based off of the value of the property October 1, 2019. Um, A 2021 appeal would be based off the value of the property as of October 1, 2020. Um, the current pandemic, will, I think, will affect different types of properties in different ways. Um, all properties are subject to market fluctuation. Um, but if a, if a taxpayer feels that his property is over-assessed as of October 1, 2019, then you a know, 2020 tax appeal would be proper. Uh, but we'll take a look, and, and sometimes if, if a property is not over-assessed for a 2020 tax appeal, it still may be for 2021, if there was a downward fluctuation. Um, So at this point, since we're very close to the October 1, 2020 date, my firm is taking a look at a a wide variety of properties. If we feel that it would be advisable to file for year 2021, and we're telling some people, okay, let's let's take a look at this two months, this way we'll have the whole 12 month time period. Um, And often, particularly in commercial and industrial, Context and in higher end residential homes, uh, there can be a good deal of market fluctuation within a 12 month period.
1: Right, no, that, that makes sense. And in terms of um, for my listeners, what would be the cost of engaging an attorney like yourself for um, if we, you know, or even if you get a successful tax appeal that's above and beyond what you thought you were going to get? Um, How does that usually work compensation wise? I'm I'm just kind of curious to educate my listeners on.
0: Yes. So my firm handles tax appeals. Uh, We offer either contingency or hourly rates. Most of our clients choose contingency rates. Uh, So if we get a reduction, if we save a taxpayer $10,000, we would take a a stipulated cut off of that. Uh, This way there are not billable costs the way some other legal services are conducted. We do offer hourly rates as well. And sometimes uh, for higher assessments, it makes more sense, but uh, most of our, of our properties are handled on a contingency basis. Right. And that's really,
1: it's really important for larger commercial property owners that, you know, they just want uh, a tax attorney, a tax appeal attorney's assessment, basically at, at no cost until, there's a reduction that's that's made. Um, so I think that's really key. And um, I would you know, encourage any of my listeners that have property to always be evaluating pretty much every year, right? Um, to see if your assessment went up, your assessment went down. Um, there's, at least in New Jersey, there's something called equalization ratios. Can you
0: kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. That's another very good question. Um, so there is an equalization ratio that's set forth by the division of taxation. Um, there are essentially two categories. There are the rolling reassessment towns and pilot towns and other municipalities. So within the past few years, a few municipalities in the state have been uh, putting together these rolling reassessment programs. Uh, Patterson has one, Hackensack, Carlstadt, Woodcliffe Lake, Jefferson Township, uh, Wharton Borough, and uh, a good percentage of municipalities in Somerset County. So in these municipalities, every single year, uh, your assessment is is analyzed by the assessor. Uh, Often the municipality does contract with outside companies to do the initial review. And uh, so every year your property is going to be different. And it could be off substantially. So it's always worth it to take a look at. Um, In these municipalities, your ratio is going to be 100 uh, and then the same thing for towns that do revaluations. Uh, so, county boards of taxation, after a period of time, they, they order that municipalities do revaluations. Um, some municipalities haven't had them in 20, 30 years. So, for example, in, in Elizabeth, the ratio is 10.68. Uh, how you determine fair market value is the assessment divided by the ratio. So in Elizabeth, if you have a building that's assessed at $1 million, divide that by the ratio, and the fair market value is worth 10 million sixty-eight. Um, and then you need to demonstrate that your prop that the property is overassessed by 15%, uh, a f- term we use called outside the corridor. Now, in a rolling reassessment town or a town that just did a revaluation, uh, the ratio is one hundred. So, for example, in Patterson or in Carlstadt, if you have a building that's assessed at one million dollars, the fair market value is also one million dollars, and you need to prove that the property is worth less than that. Got it. So, it
1: really so when you're even if you're buying a single-family house and for five hundred grand, and you see it's assessed at um, two fifty, and you know you're afraid that the taxes are going to jump. Uh, after you purchase it, that might not be the case because the equalization ratio might be pretty uh, uh, on the lower side, um, and you're you're going to be fine. So I see that all the time when uh, people are analyzing apartment buildings, they they get a little spooked when they see low assessments. Um, wow. But you really have to look at what what's driving that formula. So I think that's important to to understand. Um, so we're going to wind this down just a little bit now, um, Joe. How can People understand if tax appeals are are
0: right for them, and also how can people find you? So, my law firm reviews thousands of potential appeals every year throughout the state for free to determine if an appeal is likely to be successful. Um, So, we offer to file appeals on a contingency or on an hourly basis, and uh, we'll always take a look. If it's an income producing property, uh, we'll want to talk to the client about who the tenants are, how much they pay, what are the terms of, of the leases, and try to determine if, if there is room for a reduction um, we're finding that in New Jersey right now many income producing properties are over assessed uh, and then also in the residential context we typically look at it from a uh, from the sales approach um, some properties condominiums are, are often very uh, data driven so if it is a condominium complex we'll take a look at, at what the sales in that complex for similar units are going for um, what other similar condominiums within the municipality are selling for um, and residential homes. There's very often uh, are, are very often over-assessed. We're finding right now certain uh, municipalities are, are assessing high end homes for more than they should be. And uh, we're, we have found many meritorious appeals uh, this year that we filed in the County Boards of Taxation and in the state tax court.
1: Got it. So how can people reach out to you if they want to learn more, if they're in New Jersey or just want to learn more about appeals in general?
0: Yes, uh, they can contact me at any time at 973-668-8916 uh, or at my law firm email, jbock at spiatilaw.com. Uh, there is a tight time timeframe, uh, the July 1 deadline for this year. Um, so I would ask anyone interested to please contact me as quickly as possible. Uh, my firm will take a look and determine if we think it's, it's a meritorious appeal. And, um, and then even if, if after this cycle, you know, we're going to begin pretty quickly looking at appeals for year 2021. So I'm always available and happy to speak with anybody for free about whether a tax appeal uh, would be right. Excellent. Awesome.
1: So we'll wind down the show now, Joe, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll have a link to uh, Joe's LinkedIn and his email and his, his number in the comments section on all of our social media, as well as on iTunes uh, in, in the description section. So you can feel free to reach out to Joe and um, learn more about tax appeals. So, Joe, we'll wind down the show now. Really appreciate you coming on and hope Thank to have you. you on again next year.
0: Great. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thanks. Appreciate it.